0: KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. It's our final show of the year. Look at
1: Chad Benson. Chad-a-Claus. He in the is. His... He is. Got the full outfit on. I'm ready to roll. That
2: looks. Like... You don't have Father Christmas on, though. That's a different one, it's right? It's a newer one.
0: I've new... got my Father Christmas. i got several of them. Yeah. Becky, Becky Lynn, uh, tell everybody what I'm looking at right now.
2: It's Okay. It's... All right, we'll stand up. This. Let's see. Oh, he has a cape oh, on. goodness. It's the Santa cape, yes, and it's gl- uh, like trimmed gold in gold trimming. leaf or something, and fur. So
0: this is not a cheap Santa suit no, that he's wearing. No, it is not. Um, so Merry Christmas, everybody. It's the Gatos and Chad show. Becky Lynn, we got our entire team here. Producer Pablo, the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. So uh, it's our final show of the year. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of Christmas stuff coming up in about 10 minutes. Um, Diane Michelle will be here singing Oh Holy Night. She does it every year, and she goes, she's a part of CCV, the church that I go to. It is an incredible performance. If you've never heard her sing Oh Holy Night, stick around. Uh also, uh, we're gonna give two thousand five hundred bucks away. We're gonna give a Christmas bonus, Chad, to a teacher. It's a Christmas teacher. miracle. That's what we do here. That's right. Pay tribute to a teacher, two thousand five hundred bucks. Thanks to your Valley Toyota Dealers. We're gonna have a teacher get a Christmas uh, bonus. We also have our crazy Christmas stories. Chad's ended with guns blazing. That was awesome. Uh, so uh, let's kick it off with a little bit of news because we're gonna do have it. some news. We're gonna have some fun, mostly, mostly fun. Of course, the main event is five fifteen because we go Christmas caroling on the show. You will hear a ten-second famous Christmas song. I'll stop it abruptly. You must then pick up where it left off and do your best impersonation of the person singing the song. And Chatterclaws has concert tickets. <laughs> he's got he's got gifts. I mean, it's really we actually is, have good stuff. The today. sack is full. Okay, good. I don't I don't know about I don't know if you should say that. Why Santa well, has it's a our sack? Does a show. song? I would just well, I would let that one go. It's just, you know your bag he has a well, big that's not good sack, sack upon his back. Okay, all right, for all, and, the goods all right. Of me, the so they st- peppermint stick th- for th- old Saint Nick hanging on okay. the Christmas tree. Brittany Griner let's lead with Brittany Griner I know she didn't even thank me got her out of jail you did get her out yeah, of jail yeah she goes oh Santa can you get me out of jail alright whatever I don't know how you did everybody it everybody gets one <laughs> yeah but you gave the other side a terrorist for crying out loud uh, I said everybody gets one alright think think. you know no matter what you think of the trade uh, Brittany Griner for this awful human being uh, again this is what I'll say you get your American citizens out no matter who they are you get them out and that's what we did. Uh, did we give up a lot? We sure did. So, Brittany Griner was speaking today. She says she's going to play again for the Mercury. I have a question for you. Yeah? If you're Brittany Griner, would you go back to Russia? Now, I know how silly that sounds. And people are like, Gatos, what, of course she wouldn't. Now, hold on a minute. Hold on a second. If you're playing for the Mercury, you're going to make two hundred grand a year. This is the entire reason she went to Russia. She makes over a million dollars a year. Yeah. Okay. Now, I understand. Listen, actually, I don't. I have no idea what she went through. I don't know how her mental health is. I don't know how she is physically. I hope she's okay. What I'm saying is, though, even with this traumatic, you know, 10 months, would you go back? Because what you're going to do is make five times your salary. Uh uh-huh. you're going to make a million dollars over there. Plus plus and uh, you know I think it's worth discussing. I don't know if she'll ever do it. I don't I have no idea. But you can make sure that you go back to Russia and you don't have any of the stuff that you brought the last time. I mean that's for I sure. would
1: go if let's say a year from now there's no more Putin. Okay, and uh, the war is quiet and or done, and uh, that doesn't I would, sound realistic. I would <laughs> think, yeah, maybe you go back then. Uh, at this point, though, <sighs> no, I don't know if I.
0: <sighs> I don't. Uh, yeah, it, it's not Now,
1: would I go back well, to Europe in certain places? Because it's not just there right. that pays stupid amounts of money for 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 these ladies to come play, and and a lot of guys to a lot of guys in the NBA to be on the bench. They go over there and make a couple million dollars a year yeah. and become stars. Uh, you know, and by this did not stop any of the other women from going over there. By the way, a ton of women went over there to play. That's a good point. After, even after she was in custody, they because they need to make money. They, they you need to make hundred grand here. They make five hundred thousand there.
0: Right. You, you're you not
1: going to turn that down. You
0: make two hundred thousand here. as a WNBA yeah. player. Like you go to she's Russia, probably one of the highest paid WNBA players. Million bucks. You know. And so. here's the, here's the other thing. I'm just going to throw this out. Don't you think the Russian team would pay her even more? As Mark, like we're sorry. No. No, as now you're a major attraction. look what you look what happened to you and you are so brave that you actually came back here and you can play in front of the people I've and that could be a bigger to ticket.
1: See how the public perceived her over there I don't what,
0: how do you think they perceived her or did they even know?
1: Uh, some probably didn't know, and some perceived her as somebody who broke the law, and they probably okay. knew that, okay, they threw the book at her in a much different way. But
0: the Russian people. The Russian people. They, they know their government is.
1: Yeah, they they understand their government's a little little, little bit of a, a creeper. Right. So, uh, but, you know, it'd be tough to do, with at least with Putin in charge.
0: Yeah. Even going to
1: Turkey, because there's a lot of them go to Turkey, and they make
0: a ton of money over there as well. So, Brittany Griner speaks today. She says, quote, It feels so good to be home. The last 10 months have been a battle at every turn. I dug deep to keep my faith, and it was the love from so many of you uh, that helped keep me going. From the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone uh, for your help. Uh, So she said she's going to play for the Mercury again, and I'm just posing the question. And really, again, it's very obvious, she's going to do whatever she's comfortable doing. And that's the right move. There's not a right move or a wrong move for Brittany Griner. The right move, I, well, I guess the right move is, this is what I'm comfortable with. Um, but I'm just saying, would you go back, if you were Brittany Griner, to a place where they held you captive, That'd right? But you're going to make 800 grand more. I mean, put it this way. You spend five seasons playing for the Mercury, you make a million bucks. You go to Russia for one year. Yeah. You're going you to make, make a million bucks. You're going to make more. So there's a couple make, of
1: them that are making well over she can one, make, two, one, three, one, five.
0: She's a big attraction now. She can make more than a million dollars. She probably could. So in what she could make with the Mercury in five years, she could make in Russia in one year. Could she go back? <sighs> Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. According to the Associated Press, there's about a dozen WNBA players who play for Russian teams. A dozen. And none of them plan to next season. Wow. Uh, that I don't, I don't blame you. After you see what Britney Griner went through, why would you as an American want to go back to Russia? That's our enemy. Would you go and play in North Korea? I wouldn't. Would you go and play in Afghanistan? I wouldn't. I mean, we're considering those places just as dangerous, right, Jet? Yeah, you know, it's...
1: You know, if you had a chance, and some of these players, again, that money is so big. And uh, I've had friends who went over and played it in Turkey, and it's it's a crazy. Even though that country is not associated with Russia, we saw what happened over there with uh, Khashoggi, the journalist, and and in the closest of Russia, would you go and do stuff like that? If the money's big enough, I think people will try it. Uh, although I think she could probably command a little bit more over here, and probably get some more money. But she's never going to make what she makes over there. It's just yeah. not going to happen. They don't have the resources in the WNBA. Uh,
0: so Brittany, Brittany Griner uh, speaking today, you know, saying she's going to play for the Mercury, which is posing the question, 200K for a year for the Mercury or a million in Russia? Do you go back? I can't imagine you go back. All right. It is our Christmas extravaganza. And coming up in just minutes, uh, it is a tradition. Here on the program. It is the best performance you're ever going to hear of Oh Holy Night. And Diane Michelle is here. She is every year. And she is going to bring that to us. KTAR News 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad show. All right. It is our Christmas uh, extravaganza. We've got gifts. We're giving money away today. We are. Uh, We've got musical performances. That's right. We've got a high school choir. We'll talk about in a few minutes. That's going to stop by the show and uh, sing a little Christmas music. So, Poggio will be here a little bit later, as well as Tiny Tim. It's yeah. going to be a really big show for everybody today. <laughs> okay. Uh, something we've done over the last many years. So, I always say this. I, years ago, I'm sitting in church at uh, CCV, and I hear... Oh Holy Night played at Christmas time or sang at Christmas time and it was Diane Michelle and you know I it was an incredible performance I said you got to come on the show and sing Oh Holy Night and she's done it for several years now we get we get emails and texts when is Diane coming on the show when is she coming on the show well she's coming on the show right now so as part of our Christmas extravaganza it is tradition here she is Diane Michelle from CCV
3: Well, I'm honored and blessed yet again to be sharing O Holy Night with you, my KTAR family, six years in a row. This has been such an honor to get to sing this beautiful song and just share this moment of focus on Jesus, the reason for the season. I hope that you can come join us. Me and my family will be celebrating Christmas with some Christmas services at our church, CCV. We have 14 different locations around the entire valley and just celebrating the birth of Jesus and cherishing these family moments together. I hope you enjoy O Holy Night. I dear Savior's you
0: It is not Christmas until Diane and Michelle comes by the show and sings Oh Holy Night. So uh, she's going to be performing. Check out ccv.church slash Christmas. I think she's going to be out at the Anthem campus. CCV has a lot of campuses. So she's going to be out at the Anthem uh, campus. So you can also check out her stuff on Instagram at Diane Michelle Music. Uh, and you can find her on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere. Music is sold and streamed. She is fantastic. All right. uh, Coming up next, we're going to go to the border. We've had a lot of uh, talk about the border this week and uh, Title 42. And, yes, it's our Christmas show. Yes, it's the last show for us uh, this year. But we're going to squeeze in some news. Uh, And uh, Allie Bradley is doing a great job covering uh, the border. She is there, uh, and we're going to speak to her because on Wednesday, everything goes bye bye. That Title 42 goes away. Uh, so she will join us next. KTAR News 92 3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show.
1: Christmas tree at the Christmas party.
0: All right, everybody. It's the last show of the year. Okay, so, Chad, we want to thank you for listening in 20, uh, 2022. And, you know, we're going to do a lot of fun stuff. We've got a lot of Christmas stuff. We're going to go Christmas caroling later in the show. But uh, we're also going to hit some news. And one thing we've been talking about over the last, well, ever, certainly El Paso has been a big deal over the last week, Chad. 14 or 16,000 people walked over in two days. Um, we're seeing uh, photographs of people at the border, and they're dressed like they're going to a Packers game. They're freezing, uh, and they are in line, and they're trying to get into the United States, and it's all legal. They're trying to come here and claim asylum, and on Wednesday, Title 42 is going to go away, and it's going to be a big problem. So let's talk border nobody better than Allie Bradley. If you don't follow her on Twitter, you should. She's back from El Paso, uh, network correspondent for News Nation. She covers the border. Uh, Allie, how are you today?
2: Doing well. I'm actually back in Phoenix after covering the issues down in El Paso for the week. And it, it was very, the is hard to see. It was hard to see because I was down there experiencing part of it with them, you know, living in the what felt like 26 degrees every morning out there doing live shots at three in the morning and, you know, them waking up and not having anything but the clothes really that they came across with and some Red Cross blankets that might have been donated. So they're definitely dealing with an issue in El Paso. They're still seeing around 2,500 people a day coming across. And right now, Border Patrol custody is well over 5,000 migrants in custody as we speak. And they only have the capacity for about uh, Three thousand is is what they're saying that they can handle. So, you know, they're they're being forced to push people out into the community, which they say are community releases. So NGOs come. They work with them and they help them uh, basically get on their next steps. So they help them facilitate those bus tickets or you know contact their family members to get money for plane fares or things like that. But right now, they're being forced to also send people out into the streets. And then the city of El Paso is responding and spending their own funds. But they recently um, got some federal funding, which was really interesting, you guys, because mm-hmm. a lot of people were calling on El Paso to declare a state of emergency for days because this has been going on for Days now in El Paso, right. and and they just got over another surge. They just went through this over the summer, so they still have not recouped around seven million dollars. I think they got a couple more million, so it might be around five million that they're still waiting from from the federal government. But instead of declaring a state of emergency, they apparently went a backdoor way and were working with one of their senators, Senator Blanco, to secure funding through not declaring a disaster or a state of emergency, which was interesting. So the feds came in and gave them $6 million okay. for upfront money to spend. So that's where they are now. Um, and they're not declaring a state of emergency right now. Mm. Um, and so, you know, some of them are saying that they don't necessarily want the state to come in and, and to, to take things over. So we'll see what happens. But they have been talking about contingency plans, which include busing migrants again, they ended that in October. Uh, they're talking about, you know, that they need the state to bring in more manpower, as in law enforcement and things to keep their community safe. So we'll see what happens. But it is a mess down there. You've yeah. seen the images. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's
3: it
1: tough. shouldn't be
2: happening, though. Right. You know, we shouldn't be here.
1: Yeah. T- talking to Allie Bradley, network correspondent for News Nation, covering the border. Uh, you know, the, El Paso is is horrible, uh, but the reality is everybody's bracing for Wednesday being even more wide open, and and mm-hmm. that's got to be you know terrifying for the lawmakers, for the NGOs, for the little nonprofits in and around there for El Paso itself, because uh, once Title Forty Two goes away, doesn't goes away, kind of goes away, the floodgates could open uh, mm-hmm. because even people that could probably cross asylum wise are still waiting because. I think it's going to be even easier come Wednesday.
2: Right. It's all the conversations that are being had, right? So right now, you know, I talked to several of them that believe that the border is open. So they are still streaming in. That's why we're getting 2,500 people a day into El Paso. But when you do look at the border as a whole, I mean, you're looking at every single sector, every, every sector that I have my eyes on, which is all of them. They are seeing an increase right now. It's not just an El Paso problem. They're seeing this across the board, and this is without Title 42 being lifted. So they're very worried. These agents I talked to, they're extremely worried because there aren't really contingency plans in place. We saw that a judge just issued a stay on the Remain in Mexico policy. That is a drop in in the bucket for if we are actually going to be sending anybody back right now. That is a watered down version of the policy that Trump had in place. So they're only able to really send back 10 people, I believe, in the, in the, uh, Tucson sector. So, you know, it's, it's going to be nothing, but is that something that the administration can say they're doing? We'll see. We'll mm. see what happens when Title 42 comes up against that wall. Right. But there aren't really contingency plans in place, you guys, other than potentially, um, extending Title 42 is one of their plans, but we haven't seen what that looks like or if that is something that they're going to be doing. But what some of my agents are telling me right now as I'm talking to you, they're saying this morning that they're learning in the Yuma sector. If they hit 4,000 people in custody right now, they're at almost 2,000, okay? That's where they're at, right. 2,000 people in custody as we speak. If they hit 4,000, which is easily the anticipated uh, expectation that everyone has is that these numbers will easily double on Wednesday. They said that they're only that they're going to stop picking people up altogether oh. and people will just be walking into the streets. And we've seen that happen in Yuma before. And that's when they declared a state of emergency last time. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. And, and people are bracing for this. And I think it's important, though, to say these are asylum seekers. Right. The right. ones that we're going to be seeing are the ones we are seeing they are not the ones that we are not seeing. But those are that's a staggering number as well. We saw seventy five thousand people come in that were you know that were able to evade law enforcement. Excuse me, seventy three thousand that were able to evade law enforcement. So with more foot traffic and more people self surrendering, you're going to have more people evading. Right. Hey, and that's what they're worried about.
0: Hey uh Allie Bradley's joining us she's just back from El Paso, uh network correspondent for News Nation covering the border. So when you were in El Paso, tell us the story of a family that you spoke to. Uh their plight, why they're here Uh, Do you do you do you have one that stood out?
2: I do. I talked to a woman named Akalina Salaya and she was from Nicaragua and she came over with her grandson and her son. And she said that the dictatorship that was there in Nicaragua um, had threatened their lives. She said that he wanted to kill all the young boys that weren't going to be working for him. And so they had to leave. She said that they lost their house. Uh, her daughter had come here earlier on in the year and her daughter had already been here working now. And so she was going to go live with her daughter. And I said, well, how will you work? What is your plan? And she said that her daughter has six children, so she's going to be the daughter's nanny. And I said, what about your, your grandson and your son? Are they old enough to work? And she said, yes. And she said, they'll be doing construction. And I said, but you know that legally you can't work right now. And she said, yes, but what else can we do? And so that's the reality right now is, you know, they're trying to make ends meet. She was still uh, the morning I left, uh, which was yesterday morning. She was still about one hundred dollars short for bus, uh, for bus fare to get to Wisconsin to be with her uh, daughter. And so there was a man there that actually uh, was a property owner there that was helping people with some money if they wanted if they needed bus fare because these people, that's what why they were on the streets. They had no means to get to their next step. And so this homeowner was like, well, if you want to sweep up some leaves or do some things, I'll help you get to your next steps. And so I connected Akelana with him and said, if you can help her at all, get to her next destination, there you go. And so, you know, at this point, they're here legally. They've been processed and released. So they are in our country legally. So, you know, there's a lot of, I think that gets lost on a lot of people. Uh, But under this administration, what's happening is, you know, they are allowed to do this.
0: Yeah. Hey, Allie, thanks for joining us. Uh, We hope you can join us uh, more next year. Uh, We enjoy uh, you know, seeing that—not that, that we enjoy the pictures, but mm-hmm. the pictures that you bring us, the stories that you bring us—it tells the real story, and we need that. Everybody needs that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thank you for joining us, and, and have a great uh, Christmas and New Year.
1: And have your dog. I tell thank your dog you. happy b- uh, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> he waited just the perfect
0: amount of time. Thank
2: you, guys.
0: All right, Allie Bradley just back from uh, El Paso, uh, network correspondent for News Nation covering the border. She's really good at this job. Yeah. Um, because when we talk about the border you can talk about the politics of it she's right there watching families walk over and she knows what's happening it is legal and i think you know some of our leaders need to know uh, we should make this a little bit we should change so that is some really roles. abused it is okay coming up next why don't we talk about what, yeah, what Allie, i want to
1: bring something up of what she said that i just thought there and said wow okay good we'll
0: do that next TAR News 923 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad show. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells ring. I love Christmas. It's our Christmas show. We'll be here till six. We're gonna go Christmas caroling at five fifteen. Your chance to win a ton of prizes. A lot of great gifts.
1: You know what? Not we need more we need to have the Gatos and Chad singers.
0: Just you, just in general. Oh, in just general? Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. We're going to have a choir in here. Yeah. We should just
1: have the singers, like in (laughs) real life, just like, hey, tonight on the show. I know. uh, They're going to sing the latest
0: hit. I'd like it. It's like a variety show. (laughs) It's like a variety show. See, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. But instead, we're talking about the border. (laughs) So uh, we just had Ali Bradley on. Uh, You know, if you're on social media, find her on social media. She tells you really exactly what's going on at the border. And it's, you know, we can get mad at the politics of it and how bad Joe Biden is. Uh, has been, uh, but it's a humanitarian crisis, and I think the one thing that that if you missed the interview, you could check it a little bit later. We'll play a little bit of it later. But she's talking about property owners in El Paso. There are thousands of people that are walking over. There are property owners that are saying, "Listen, uh, I want to help you get to your next place because uh, you're si- you're you're sleeping in the cold yeah. on the street, and you know you have a let's just an example, a daughter in Kansas that." You know, hop a bus. You got a place to live, but you don't. You don't have any money for the bus. So you have property owners in El Paso that are trying to help out, and they're like giving people like little jobs around the house
1: just to justify giving them a couple hundred bucks to and get that, them
0: to that yeah. one lady to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah, and that's what Allie... You know, she brings you these inside stories, and she's really good at it. You said that there was something from the interview that really stuck out to you. She
1: said Yuma's at 2,000 capacity right now. If it gets to 4,000 capacity— Yuma or El
0: Paso? Yuma. So in terms of— Of how many people
1: they can hold. They're no longer
0: going to take people in.
1: They're just going to let them come across. So, meaning they're not even going to pretend to do the asylum thing anymore. They're just going to let them wander straight into the city.
0: Well, what point is that? Well, then why do we even have a border patrol? I mean, don't you? Are we uh, going to stop trying? Is
1: that well? Basically, they're going to take down their numbers and say good luck, and just let them on their way. They're not even going to try anymore. Is it,
0: is it because are just too many people? Probably, okay. probably.
1: But it, we're not even in a position where we're even going to go. Well, let's see here. Let's hold these people for a couple days while well, we can try to do some sort of background check or anything. Nope, so there's just no, there's no room. No room. No room yeah. at the end, and yeah. boom, away you go. That's scary. And did you see Denver today? Declared a state of emergency. The city of Denver because of people coming from El Paso. I didn't see that. Yeah. So that's a situation that you're like, that. they're not even a border state, Colorado. And they're now declaring a state of emergency because some people may only have the money to get to Denver.
0: Right. It's incredible. It's incredible. I, I think the thing that uh, upsets me the most is how cold it is and how frightening and and, and you know, just... Chilled to the bone, all these people are. Yeah. They're outside all day and all night. There is no getting warm. There's no getting warm. No. no. This is, you're cold 24-7. I told you, I went out this morning. I
1: got out there and, and I'm just like, my God, it, it was chilly. And I think to myself, I'm getting a nice
0: car. I know. You know? You have to put the heat on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Still to come. Uh, hey, we've got the top five Christmas uh, characters in a movie. Oh, okay. Okay. You won't believe who's number one. Uh, that's in a moment. You know what? Um, we have a, uh, a choir. That's going to take us to break. Caring, caroling
1: again. now we go yeah. Christmas bells are ringing. Caroling, caroling through the snow Christmas
0: bells are ringing. So this is uh, Luke <inaudible> Ottinger He's the sound. director of, of the choir and piano nothing, at Marcos Deniza High School Mr. O is what they call him caroling, caroling So we'll come back we'll talk a little bit about Christmas, Christmas and caroling, immigration and Governor down. Ducey as well, well, well. stick around
1: well, the songs we sing, glad some tidings that we bring. Ding dong, ding dong, Christmas bells are ringing.
0: Arizona's news station, KTAR News.